This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1347, How to Find Peace and Calm in a Chaotic World, by Dr. Alana Miller of zenpsychiatry.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, the guy that reads to you every single day of the year, including weekends and holidays, to help you live a more meaningful and positive life, covering personal development-related subjects like minimalism, happiness, and more. Now, today's author is one we recently got permission from. I've narrated guest posts of hers before, but got permission to narrate from her own site, Zen Psychiatry. Alana is a psychiatrist based out of Los Angeles. She went to both Harvard and UCLA, lots of experience. And I'm really happy that we have her permission to narrate directly from her. So thank you, Alana. And with that, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. How to Find Peace and Calm in a Chaotic World by Dr. Ilana Miller of zenpsychiatry.com. Many years ago, there was a farmer who had a horse that was very valuable to him. One day, the horse ran away and the townspeople commented, Oh no, how terrible for you. The farmer responded, Maybe yes, maybe no. The following day, his horse returned with six stallions alongside it. The townspeople said, how wonderful, you have six new horses. The farmer responded, maybe yes, maybe no. A few days later, the farmer's son was trying to break in one of the stallions when he was bucked off, breaking his leg. The townspeople said, oh, how awful, your poor son. The farmer said, maybe yes, maybe no. A week later, the army came through town, drafting all the young men to fight in war, except the farmer's son was injured and so couldn't go. The townspeople cried out, you're so lucky, your son is saved. The farmer responded, maybe yes, maybe no. The problem of reactivity. We can all see in this parable that it would have been a mistake for the farmer to overreact to his circumstances, either good or bad, because in the end, he did not know how things would turn out. The problem is though, that most of us are more like the townspeople than the farmer. So many of us live in a constant state of reactivity and uneasiness, trying to control things that are far outside our control. One patient I worked with, a young woman in her 30s, always seemed anxious and unsettled. When her life was going well with work, her relationships, her financial life, etc., she was happy. When bad things happened, though, she blamed herself and obsessed over how she could make things better, refusing to relax until she felt she had solved all of her problems. And even those moments when things were going well, she was stressed about making sure everything stayed that way. If you've ever felt similarly, you can rest assured that you have a lot of company. So many of us grasp onto pleasure and resist pain, even when ebbs and flows of joy and sorrow are an unavoidable part of the human experience. 
we live in a constant state of unease and anxiety, feeling like there's always more to do and more to worry about. We stress about our to-do lists, even though no matter how many items pop up, more will take their place. We feel like we can't relax and be happy until we have achieved certain goals, but when we get what we want, we just want something else. The solution to reactivity? Equanimity. But what if there could be an alternative? What if we didn't have to wait until the chaos settled to find peace and calm? What if we could find peace and calm right now, even amidst all the chaos of life? Eastern philosophy offers such an alternative in the practice of equanimity. Equanimity is one of four core practices to help find balance and happiness in difficult circumstances. The others are loving kindness, compassion, and sympathetic joy. How to cultivate equanimity. Like any practice, your ability to develop feelings of equanimity in the face of chaos and stress depends on how much you do it. You need to exercise equanimity like a muscle. Traditionally, one practices equanimity by repeating certain phrases during meditation practice. It absolutely can be helpful to have a regular meditation practice, even if only five minutes a day, to develop equanimity, but it is not necessary. Daily life can be an opportunity to practice. Try repeating these phrases to yourself during difficulties that come up in everyday life. Number one, when you feel a general sense of uneasiness about yourself and your life, repeat, may I accept things just as they are. May I accept myself just as I am. So many people feel that they need to make certain changes before they can feel good enough, but we are all good enough just as we are at this moment. Accepting yourself and your life circumstances doesn't mean you won't work to change or improve things, but it means you don't need a way to start treating yourself kindly. Number two, when someone you care about is suffering and there's nothing you can do to change their circumstances, repeat, I care. I care about your pain. Through this caring, may your pain be eased. A while back when I was in the middle of a silent meditation retreat, I saw an older woman fall and break both of her ankles. I immediately broke silence and rushed over to help her, a trait likely ingrained as a doctor. She was in tremendous pain and became crushed as she realized she wouldn't be able to continue the retreat. At first, I felt terrible and guilty that I couldn't do more to help her. But then I realized I could feel compassion for her without believing it was my responsibility to control the outcome of her injury. This phrase helps you cultivate compassion for others suffering without feeling like it's your responsibility to solve the world's problems. Number three, when someone you care about is engaging in self-destructive behaviors and you can't stop it, repeat, I wish nothing but the best for you, but your happiness depends on your actions and not my wishes for you. We all have had friends, parents, or children we have watched go down a bad path. Maybe they've abused drugs or alcohol or alienated people around them through erratic behavior or acted irresponsibly or hurtfully. Unfortunately, we do not have the power to control the path of another person, no matter how much we care about them. This phrase helps you cultivate healthy detachment in your relationships where you can care for another person without getting caught up in trying to prevent them from making mistakes. Number four, when bad things happen, repeat, whether I understand it or not, things are unfolding according to a natural order. Remember the story of the farmer? When his circumstances changed, for better or worse, he did not buy into the townspeople's belief that his fortune was so great or so terrible. He understood that the story hadn't yet unfolded. Have you wasted mental energy on a worry that never came to fruition? I sure know I have. 
but I try to practice being like the farmer instead of the townspeople. This phrase helps you remember that your story is always still unfolding. Number five, when you have a few moments to meditate, take a comfortable seat, close your eyes, and repeat. Breathing in, I calm my body. Breathing out, I calm my mind. May I be balanced, may I be at peace. When you feel more settled during your meditation, you can repeat, may I learn to see the arising and passing of all things with equanimity and balance. Equanimity is being able to hold all elements of your experience with wholeness, coherence, and harmony. It is a practice of finding freedom no matter what life brings you. You just listened to the post titled How to Find Peace and Calm in a Chaotic World by Dr. Ilana Miller of zenpsychiatry.com. And I'd recommend maybe copying and pasting those words she shared, like the different mantras to repeat in different situations. I have the link to this post in this episode's description and at oldpodcast.com. It's so awesome she can share this kind of information with us, even though she's a psychiatrist and makes her living from people getting that kind of information directly from her. Having it up there on her site for free and then narrated here is huge and hopefully is a big help for you. So thank you so much to Dr. Ilana. But I'll leave it there for today. Hope you're having a great start to your week and I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.